Welcome to ABA Ultimate Showdown, a podcast promoting constructive, respectful, and professional discourse to advance the field of behavior analysis. As we stated in our introductory episode, good debates include definitions of any relevant terms to ensure that the debate is focused on the motion and not on parsing words. This debate requires slightly more than a few definitions, so we created this aptly named precursor episode to include more detail. In this first round of ABA Ultimate Showdown, we will be pitting the practical functional assessment that includes the interview-informed synthesized contingency analysis, or ISCA, against the traditional functional analysis, or FA. We will be covering this topic across a precursor episode and round one. We want to make it clear that while we are not experts on the specific topics we discuss, we consider ourselves lifelong learners always looking to gain more knowledge. We put over 100 women hours throughout five months into this one podcast, and we spent many a late night and early morning trying to perfect the final product. We will construct arguments for both sides to present to the audience with a comprehensive and balanced view of this controversial topic. The motion for this episode will be, the practical functional assessment serves as an effective procedure to analyze and treat problem behavior. Due to restrictions of time and resources, round one will primarily reference two specific articles. For the pro side, Slayton, Hanley, and Raftery's 2017 article, Interview Informed Functional Analysis, a Comparison of Synthesized and Isolated Components. For the con side, Fisher, Greer, Romani, Zangrillo, and Owens' 2016 article, Comparisons of Synthesized and Individual Reinforcement Contingencies During Functional Analysis. In addition, we compiled four additional articles, four episodes of Behavioral Observations podcast, resources from practicalfunctionalassessment.com, and the beloved Applied Behavior Analysis, second edition, by Cooper, Heron, and Heward. Each source is cited in the show notes, found at grambehaviorservices.com slash showdown. So let's start out with an overview of the traditional functional analysis, since understanding this is crucial to understanding the precursor episode and round one. Cooper, Heron, and Heward define a functional behavior assessment as a systematic method of assessment for obtaining information about the purposes a problem behavior serves for a person. This includes any procedures or methods with the aim of determining the function of the behavior, meaning the antecedents that evoke the behavior and the consequences that maintain them. A functional analysis specifically requires an empirical demonstration of the behavior and the environmental variables. The original functional analysis was described by Awada and colleagues in their seminal paper called Toward a Functional Analysis of Self-Injury, 1982-1994. The functional analysis they described has come to be known as the traditional or standard FA, which is what we will refer to it from this point forward. It is characterized by multiple test conditions in a multi-element design and is analyzed via visual inspection. The purpose of conducting a functional analysis is to determine the environmental conditions under which problem behavior occurs and the consequences that maintain them. In other words, an FA systematically determines the function of problem behavior. The results of the FA are used to develop a function-based treatment, such as functional communication training or demand fading. Typically in the traditional FA, problem behavior is assessed in four different conditions, testing for four different functions. The attention condition, which tests for social positive reinforcement, escape, which tests for social negative reinforcement, 
Alone, which tests for automatic reinforcement, and Play, which is the control condition. Since the original article, there have been many variations and modifications that can be made from this standard format. Some modifications include adding a tangible condition, assessing latency to problem behavior, and providing consequences for precursors of problem behavior in addition to the problem behavior. Okay, so how does that work? In the traditional FA, each condition manipulates the relevant establishing operation to see if problem behavior is evoked. For example, in the escape condition, academic demands may be presented to evoke problem behavior maintained by escape. Then, if problem behavior occurs, the relevant consequence is provided. For example, in the escape condition, if a problem behavior occurs, demands will be removed. Data are analyzed to see which conditions have elevated levels of problem behavior, which would indicate the function maintaining the problem behavior. The development of the functional analysis was groundbreaking. It enabled the field of behavior analysis to provide function-based treatment and avoid arbitrary punishers and reinforcers. However, some disadvantages regarding the traditional FA have been noted in published literature. So a few examples of those. First, it is time-consuming with a reported average of six and a half hours, not including any assessments prior to the FA. Second, behavior analysts may need expertise in this specific area. Third, conditions can seem limited. Fourth, it may not be ethical to evoke severe behavior. And finally, it may be intentionally increasing problem behavior due to being reinforced during the assessment. Despite these potential limitations, the standard FA is really arguably one of the most important advancements in our field. It really is the most widely used, researched, and cited form of assessment, with over 2,000 articles and chapters replicating and extending the original FA, described by Awada and colleagues, 1982-1994. If you still need more information on FAs, please consult a Board Certified Behavior Analyst, or BCBA, the Cooper, Heron, and Heward book, or the published literature. So that, in a nutshell, is the traditional FA. So we're going to switch gears a little bit now and discuss the practical functional assessment. The practical functional assessment is a type of functional analysis designed by Dr. Greg Hanley and his lab at Western New England University. The practical functional assessment consists of two main components, a structured open-ended interview and the specific type of functional analysis they call the ISCA. The Interview-Informed Synthesized Contingency Analysis. The name indicates that the analysis is informed by an interview conducted with caregivers and that contingencies may be synthesized. I'll dive a little deeper into what that means in a minute, uh, but let me just give you an overview. So compared to the traditional FA, the ISCA is relatively new. The first empirical results of the ISCA were reported in 2014. However, the components of the ISCA are not new. They are variations of the traditional FA that have been previously reported in the literature. Examples of these modifications are using interviews to inform analysis, conducting a single test condition rather than multiple test conditions, providing combined rather than isolated putative reinforcers, assessing idiosyncratic establishing operations and reinforcers rather than generic ones, and finally, reinforcing co-occurring topographies of problem behavior or precursors. Idiosyncratic establishing operations and reinforcers involves individualizing details in the antecedent and consequence events for each participant. For example, a test condition for attention in the traditional FA may use generic praise from the analyst. On the other hand, the ISCA may include a specific type of attention from a particular person. While each component and variation is not new to published literature, 
the combination of them to form this specific format called the ISCA is new. The ISCA uses an observation and structured interview to inform the analysis. The structured interview is completed with caregivers and contains open-ended questions that are designed to extract the contingency. If caregiver reports suggest that contingencies are synthesized in the natural environment, then they are synthesized in the analysis. As with any new procedure, research involving demonstrations and replications of validity and effectiveness is coming out slowly, but consistently. Using synthesized contingencies may be the most disputed aspect of the ISCA. Behavior analysts have practiced under the assumption that most behaviors serve a single function. In response to the controversy regarding synthesizing contingencies, Greg Hanley and his lab have expressed that the traditional FA breaks down functions of behavior in a way that does not occur in natural environments. This leads to undifferentiated results in traditional FAs. He claims that synthesizing contingencies in the ISCA produces more occurrences of differentiation between conditions in analyses. This enables practitioners to start treatment sooner and also produces more successful treatment outcomes according to Hanley and his lab. He has also published a protocol for implementing a skill-based treatment specifically based on the results from the ISCA. The treatment is reported to have produced strong results, but will not be discussed in this podcast. Maybe a future one. <laughs> hey, I want to interrupt real fast to let you know that yes, ABA Ultimate Showdown's parent company, Grand Behavior Services, is an approved ACE provider, and a bunch of our rounds now count for continuing education credits. Great content and CEs, it's like the perfect combination. And it also supports us in developing and continuing the publication of this podcast. So thank you for your support. This precursor episode, along with round one, will count for one continuing education hour that's general. So you need to listen to both of them in order to get uh, in order to get the credit. In order to earn them, hop on over to our website at grahambehaviorservices.com slash showdown and enter the first code word, which is beach. We live at the Jersey Shore and going to the beach is one of our favorite pastimes. B-E-A-C-H, the beach. Check out our other rounds to earn CE credits from your car, couch, run, or garden. We've got those elusive ethics and supervision credits. So let ABA Ultimate Showdown help you reach that magic 32 hours. And all of your support, again, will allow us to keep bringing you quality, thought-provoking content. So seriously, thank you so much. We really appreciate your support. Now, back to myself. In both the ISCA and traditional FA, experimenters present putative establishing operations to evoke problem behavior and present putative reinforcers following problem behavior. But in the ISCA, there is only one test condition. Synthesized establishing operations and or synthesized consequences may be used. Rates of problem behavior in this condition are compared to control sessions where the participant has access to all putative reinforcers. In other words, the only difference between the test and control is whether or not reinforcers are delivered contingent on problem behavior or non-contingently. Sessions are typically five minutes in duration and run the following sequence. Control, test, control, test, test. So this concludes the precursor or background episode. Now that you put in all that legwork, go ahead and listen to round one. If you have ideas or topics for future debate, have respectful suggestions on way we can improve this podcast, or if you're interested in being a guest debater, please email showdown at grambehavior.com. 
If you have enjoyed what you heard and found your aha moment, please subscribe to our podcast. Visit our website at gramhaviorservices.com slash showdown, like Graham Behavior Services on Facebook and Twitter, and visit our YouTube channel to be alerted when new episodes are out. We also appreciate your thoughtful review on the platform that you listen to us on. Finally, we ask our audience two things. Be respectful and thoughtful when you respond to other people and their ideas. Remember that everyone has a unique learning history that has brought them to this moment. It will make you a better person and further promote behavior analysis. And second, go forth and deliver good ABA. This podcast has been brought to you by Graham Behavior Services. Graham Behavior Services provides quality, comprehensive, evidence-based therapy to individuals with any behavior challenges or an autism spectrum disorder to create effective behavior change in themselves while empowering their families to help them pursue productive, purposeful, and fulfilling lives. Graham Behavior Services, professional, supportive, optimistic, proactive, compassionate, scientific, and trustworthy.